Welcome back to another installment of Anything and Everything, the new edition of Schmagiga the podcast. I'm here with my best friend Kyle Shear. Today we're going to talk about Schmagiga. Schmagiga, which is Yiddish for nonsense, and that could probably sum up uh, both of our lives pretty well. Uh, Kyle, what's the first thing you want to talk about on Schmagiga the podcast? Well, I think to start, I hope that our future viewers and yourself had a wonderful holiday. Mm, the holiday season. It is the holiday season. I mean, it was a nice winter break, nice time to uh, kind of relax and kind of soak in all of the schmagiga going mm, on. Around spend time us. with your loved ones. Yeah, even more schmagiga might happen. Mm. Hell yeah. Uh, to get started, I think we had a viewer. So what we have decided to do is that a viewer or our <laughs> our newly hired intern who we haven't uh let know yet andrew will it will in fact send us news stories mm. that are just wacky and wild and just kind of sum up this whole podcast mm -hmm. so the first installment of today schmagiga dun 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 is South Korea has officially upheld the importing of sex toys into their country. <laughs> upheld meaning stopped or started? Started. Oh, okay. Open ah. up those gates. Open up those yeah. legs. Open we're, up those yeah, gates. we're, we're pro-sex podcast. So, yeah, use all the toys you want. Do we feel that uh, that's important for the South Korean people that they... You know, if they want to express themselves with the different uses of sex toys and they want to, you know, elaborate, not elaborate, but like... Use more toys, you know. Spice it up in the bedroom a little bit. I'm, I'm with that. You know, as long as it's consensual, that's that's all that matters. I mean, I believe that whatever happens behind closed doors is, you know, none of my business. business. Yeah, it's none of my business. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important. I think it's kind of funny, and why I think it's nonsense is because imagine if, like, in South Korea or the Korean Republic, as it can also be stated as, people were actually you know, going to jail or have using sex toys or just trying to traffic them. <laughs> I think about like how in, in the U S before like people were going to prison for, you know, marijuana and now you can buy it legally and hipster shops all around the world. Mm -hmm. And now you got people who are, maybe they're sitting in South Korean jail. Like, oh man, I wish I had waited. <laughs> you know, there's this black market now for, there was for sex toys in South Korea. Now it's uh, now it's mainstream. I mean, I, I just think it's, hysterical thing about that in that in that culture in that sense that you know people they're a little bit weirdo mm, maybe and you know i'm glad i ain't never been to south years. korea though hey soul baby soul I'm coming for it's you good for the soul good for the sex soul. toy is good for the soul good all right soul. uh next topic well to go off of that i think it's funny because now uh i was uh reading another article sent in telling that Toy companies, not sex toys. Oh, okay. Just, just we toys. We're, we're now, go, yeah, yeah, we're going straight to good old fashioned dolls and such. Dolls, yeah. Bob the Builder helmets. Yeah, we're talking Legos. About toy trucks. Bionicles. Hasbro. Mm -hmm. They are actually now aiming for more of the adult consumer. Okay. They want. I think I read this could be totally wrong and just be like nonsense that I'm making up, hmm. but. Toy companies, like actually the toys bought online, like maybe a Lego or Hasbro, are actually more for adults. It's like 40% okay. of the industry 
Oh. Than actually being like like bought by adults. Okay, so are well, are they adults buying for their kids or like no? For, it's like for the it's use like of for the use. Of okay, so like what are adults. what are some of the things that they're buying? I mean, I think it's more so because I've definitely seen it on the on the interwebs. Uh, definitely like the Legos, maybe. So more it's more of like a nostalgia purchase. Like, oh, I remember having fun with these as a kid. Now I'm gonna buy them again as an adult. And it just, and it prolonged itself maybe yeah, yeah you can okay. see, they never never let that aspect go mm, okay. so I, I find that interesting to see how that will kind of phase in and see how that that does it in the, if the industry increases the next thing you know you know mm. i'm gonna meet people in my life you know they're you know, in their 30s and they hit me up you know for a birthday hey, or man. holiday and it's let like, me get hey, some legos man, let me get some legos mm-hmm. let me get those like, nerf guns i'd be like oh, yeah Super, I was a big guy. Nerf gun guy. Big Nerf gun guy? Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, I had just... them all. I had the mini gun. I had like that long sniper rifle that you could take off, and it was like a, a pistol, and then like another rifle. It was, uh, yeah, I had a lot. Shout out Meme. She probably still got them. Just, just weaponry. No, like, <laughs> no, like Nerf sports. Um, no, like, oh, Nerf funny enough, no. no For all the sports no. I played as a youth, no, no, no Nerf sports stuff. Really? I mean, I could remember having like one of those Nerf footballs that like had the whistle on the side when you threw mm, it in the air, and it was like, yep. yeah, that. But um, but yeah, I mean, I remember like when I was really younger, we used to have like Nerf gun wars at Meme's house. Like we would use Meme and Pepe's room as like one base, and we use like the kitchen as another. Mm-hmm. Start setting up some chairs and like some pillows as like a little fort, and it was a good, it was a good time. Yeah. No, no kids sit on their PCs play Fortnite. Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Yeah, no, uh, I was surprisingly enough, my, I, I, I had, I had Nerf guns too. Mm-hmm. I can complete that, that kind of nostalgia, but surprisingly enough, as a young kid, I like was more of a stick pretend weapon kind of kid. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I gotcha. Grab a stick, you know, that the one side stick looked right off that looked like a holster and mm-hmm. pop it off. Then, you know, once, once I made my first Adelaide. <laughs> Oh, an Adelatalus? Adelatalus is a Native American weapon. Oh, okay. That you have a stick, you make it long, and you sharp it in, and you can, you know, kind of tie an arrowhead to it. Oh. And then you actually put it in this other hole, so you, you carve a hole, and you stick the the non-pointing end of the stick in it, mm-hmm. and then you hold it like this, and then you pop it like that, and you can actually throw the spear. So you, you hold oh, on to that one piece, yeah. and you throw the spear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need one. That is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see if I can actually pierce this. <laughs> you like this? I made it. You made this? Yeah, me and Sunita. It's there. Is that mahogany? Uh, I don't know what kind of wood it is. It's solid, though. It also lifts up. Ready for I'm this? getting a nice... See, this is the greatest engineering I have ever seen in my life. It went from TV trays mm-hmm. to this. Yeah, this is this is beautiful. Yeah, eighty-eight bucks on an app that I've used because there's no free ads on this podcast. Mm, true, yeah. we do not give in. Not sponsored by anyone, by yeah, the way. But not, if you want to, we do not, not give in to the. Corporate hierarchy. Yeah. My giga, actually, yeah, corporate you know, hierarchy. Yeah, but if you, no, you know, small business, everybody's got a price. Especially if you're a small business. I got a price business. for small businesses. That, Corporates, a little bit higher. And that price hits me right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm paying for someone's college tuition or maybe a new bike. Uh, hey, 
I don't want to. I don't want to be paying for uh, for someone's uh, million billion dollar salary. No, no. Um, waste of our time. That's a lot of a lot of nonsense. A lot of schmagega. Um, what else is there to talk about? What else is the nonsense going on in today's world? Oh my world? goodness! If you want to get into the the real meat and potatoes, mm-hmm. or should I dare say uh, the tofu and the dressing Ooh, for all of our vegan vegan eaters mm-hmm. out here. We can hit something that I will feel will be a very, very warm breeze mm. when it comes to the topic of things. And mm-hmm. if you're really ready for it, we can begin. Yeah, I'm with it. How and or when will e-girls take over <laughs> the world? The how is pretty simple. I feel like there's a lot of a lot of dudes out there that are just trying to, you know, get a little some some from Can you can you uh for our viewers and maybe uh some people in the room um too shy to but you know it's okay to ask questions, you know. We're lifelong learners here. What is an e girl? You know what's crazy? I don't even know. Cause what's the difference between an e girl and OnlyFans? I don't know. I think an e girl is someone that could solicit something on the internet from anybody and mm. OnlyFans is like mainly like picture and video based. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so maybe e girls like I don't know, go out and do stuff. I don't know, like get groceries for somebody. I mean groceries. I mean because they, they are slowly and very profoundly uh, crippling the patriarchy. <laughs> crippling it they are going to be the fbi cia of how to bring down any future male figure ever i absolutely (laughs) love it so you're saying that if uh if a person in power who is presumably male gets into some form of relationship with uh, an e-girl they could potentially oh like really just not oh cook, not, not like, even not even relationship yeah, we'll, use, we'll use the term receipts they're gonna they have go, all yeah. their receipts of like what they want what they then, want yeah. what they've asked for mm-hmm. all these things you know, blackmail like, you know it's not going to be a whole lot of you know the cuomo stuff where it's oh yeah she said you know, and then it's like who do you believe it's just going to be like all out there and yeah. people are gonna be like oh wow like People are weirdos. People, people are oddballs when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. And I see it all over the place, and I think to myself, like, like they're going to keep tabs. It's going to be big because, again, it's all a business, it's all an enterprise. But what they're doing and what, the, like, the information they probably have mm-hmm. and keep. Dirt, yeah. Mm-hmm. The dirty is dirt. Mm-hmm. The dirt. is unreal. And mm-hmm. to go forward with that, they, like I said, they're – they're like the CIA, FBI. Mm-hmm. You know, think about your early 2000s action movie. They're typing on their computers. Mm-hmm. They're logging. They're getting all the information. The cavalry, boots laced up on the ground, mm-hmm. making it happen. Pulling it up by the bootstraps. The scariest people also coming at the patriarchal muscle mommies. Ooh. Tell them about the muscle mommies. Muscle mommies, I will not lie to you. I swear they popped up in 2021. They were not a thing before <laughs> COVID. Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, everybody's inside. Everybody is making a home gym. They're finally listening to Michelle Obama and getting their 60 minutes a day. Yep. And what seemed as such a, a positive kind of atmosphere for these these young women or old women, you know, it, it, it's scaring me to the point where it's smagiga in my mind. 
and I don't know what to do because it's it's everywhere. I, I can't get away from it. I have not been to a gym in years. Now you don't want to. You now like I don't want to. It's, it's it's rough. It's gonna be rough scenes because again, this is just a different way to build up their confidence. You know, you got egos, people just throwing money at them mm-hmm. for feet picks and mm-hmm. I'm about to walk in to a gym and I'm just gonna see somebody absolutely like murdering a bench mm-hmm. and just like me going up there and being like, hey, can I get your back workout? Like, what? Yeah. What? Frightening. Well, you know what's crazy? Those those muscle mommies you see in the gym, they probably want you to succeed just as much as you want to succeed. So if you need you need a tip, it doesn't necessarily matter who you go to. I feel like they'd be a good place to start too. Oh, like, yeah, we can we can think more of, like, the health and fitness aspect. That's nice because, yeah, every, every, everybody's a starting point. You know, you go into the gym, you know, you work hard. Everybody starts from, from their base point. But I just solely mean that they have grown so much. The population has. The percentage. Yeah, it's gone up. Skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lot to take in because before it was like. You're not gonna see a muscle mommy. You're gonna be at their bodybuilding. Now it's like every other girl on Instagram's got a fitness page. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, and they they be benching more than me and you. Yeah. Now I'm like, what'd you like? What'd you, what'd you crawl out of? Like, what'd you like? What'd you like? Five three, like a buck thirty. What did you become a five nine at two fifteen? <laughs> how did you grow six inches? How did how did you? Just, how are your shoulders the size of bowling balls? I just, just embrace all that, and it's just like, you know, man, to me, I think about it, you know, with with fitness and things like that. It's just, it's like the runner's high, you know. You, mm-hmm. you, when you see yourself improve and you lift that weight, you max out whatever, mm-hmm. you, you, something triggers and you just want to keep doing it. So, yeah. like, I, I applaud them and anyone who continuously works out in the gym for the tenacity and the effort, mm-hmm. but muscle mommies for my sake i need you to slow it down my, my heart and my mind can't can't take a whole whole bunch of it i can't it's just the combination of uh, e-girls and muscle mommies has, has kyle in a in a tizzy right now in a tizzy because i i know that all, all it's gonna take you know a song like we didn't start the fire mm. you know it's like blah blah, blah da, da, da. it's gonna be like e-girls muscle mommies ended the patriarchy <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wrap. E girl started the fire. <laughs> like literally, it's it's a crazy. Like we we laugh, but I mean, it's gonna happen because all it's gonna take is one muscle mommy to meet up with like an AOC mm. and whew, stick it to him. It's over. Yeah, too much. It's over. It's over. No one's no no one's gonna know how to stop it. No no one's gonna be safe. Mm. And again, I'm all about women empowerment. All about just the wild card mm. that is schmagiga upon society. <laughs> That's all I care about. It's not anarchy. It's just schmagiga. It's not schmagiga. Mm. It's just not. So what else? What else is going on? Uh, well, unfortunately, we must take a break from all this laughter mm. and good times, and we must lower our heads. As we lost someone today mm-hmm. in the footballing community, uh, we lost his real name was um, Edson. Edson with like six long names, but we did, we did in fact lose Pele. Mm-hmm. We lost Pele. It's a sad day. 
a, a true a, a true goat. I think it's uh a little bit uh ironic that he died officially knowing that he wasn't the goat anymore. <laughs> and that maybe that's what put him over the edge. And that uh a little boy from Rosario who shook hands with paradise and pitched his tent in heaven as he raised the World Cup trophy. It was just astounding that he's now officially the GOAT. But it leads me into to questioning because, like, how I look at it, because, again, like, I never got watched Pele, right? Mm. So, I know there you are a lot... hear about him. Yeah, I know there are a lot more football fans than basketball mm. fans, but, you know, he was, in a way, like a Bill Russell, right? He, Bill mm. Russell was the most yeah, recent... Yeah, Bill Russell uh, uh, passing, it wasn't, it yeah. wasn't Will. It was mm. Bill. It was Bill Russell, yeah. Bill Russell. It's like in in that same light, like you you lose a great one, but are we going to discuss that? Because for us, the goat debate was always between Messi and Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. You know, the goat debate was between you know what LeBron and who? It's LeBron and Jordan. Yeah, LeBron and Jordan. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's because I never knew if. I leaned over to the side of goat per decade, mm. per like a certain mm-hmm. time, and then if there is like an overall like goat, like because that was the one thing I never got out of people when they talk about uh, the goat debate, even though it's an acronym for greatest of all mm-hmm. time. Yeah, but not everybody gets to see. It is, it is kind of funny that people are like, oh, who's the GOAT of the 80s? It's like, well, the 80s isn't like all of time. So it's like kind of like, oh, who was like the best player? Or who was the greatest player in the 80s? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, I guess when like, even our, when our parents talk about it, like they watched like the, the Magics and the Larrys. Like mm-hmm. they watch like the 80s and the 90s basketball. They'll be like, oh, it's like between these people. And then the 90s, you're like, oh, it's, well, it's Jordan. And the 2000s is like Kobe. And now it's Braun. And now it's like, you you can respect all of those different players because I think, and this is where like basketball and soccer are different, like basketball's changed completely, like mm-hmm. with all the different rules and like adding the three point line back in the night whenever it's seventy nine. Um and just how the pace of play has changed and like how Steph Curry's changed the game and things like that. So when when someone like Bill Russell passes recently and like how he played back in like the fifties and sixties, yeah. it's like he was the GOAT then and then the mantle gets transferred over to the next best person who you know could have been anybody in the 70s it could have been like kareem or could have been like oscar robertson and then you go to talk about the 80s and the 90s and things like that and it's like this it's this constant debate but like the the overarching goat is like it's it's you can't really it's it's tough to choose one person when you have such a game that's changed so many times so it's more so in the in the instance of let's say when Bill Russell stopped playing mm-hmm. right then and there for some reason basketball just ends. Mm. He's the goat. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you get that next the next era person yeah. mm-hmm. who you can say was either equivalent or better yeah. mm-hmm. than the past. Right. Right. Mm-hmm because but it's also you um, and like we can only watch film but like there's like how how just the game has transitioned into like 
now a lot of people are shooting like people are shooting more threes than twos back in the 80s it was like you never shot threes like you oh yeah the best shooter in the 80s probably shot two or three threes a game or something like not a, not a big number so just seeing how the games change is is kind of difficult to say oh who's the goat and if you want to base it on championships then it can be bill russell if you want to base it on like overall dominance then you pick and choose your decade because there are a lot of different people that dominated their respective decade so when we look when we look back, who who are we saying is the uh, undisputed champion of uh, the e girl? <laughs> I couldn't even tell you who any e girl is. Who'd same? <laughs> I think that's what frustrates. I think it's the. I think I, I'm nervous about it because like I'm just I'm afraid of the unknown. Mm. Just, it could be anywhere. Could be anywhere at any time. Any link you click on, any just link lead you right down the e girl path. Well, you know, is, is an e girl one of those? You know, there are single Ukrainian women in my. <laughs> You click on that, it just like gives all of your information right to an there. e-girl, yeah. and then, then this random number starts texting you, like, "Hey, you want to see my pictures tonight?" Yeah, and you're like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just, just don't know." It's gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be a recurring segment here, folks. Strap yeah. in, <laughs> strap in, and then but, the muscle mommies are soon to follow. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the CrossFit Championships oh. one time. Yeah. Back in like 2018, like 2019, right? Mm-hmm. Terrifying. What are they doing? Ever, if you've been ever... on the fence about DMing a muscle mommy in your area, this is your sign to do it for Kyle's sake. Go do for it. it. Find out more information. Mm-hmm. And when you find enough information, report back. Send it back because. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Where do they come from? Where'd, they pop up now. Where'd they come from? Where'd they go? They didn't. They didn't. Where'd, you, where'd you go? Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> they, don't, they, don't, they don't grow up. They just appear. Yeah. It's like they're made enough. It's like they, they go in a cave lab. for like a year and then they come out with lats. It's like, I, yeah, no. it's taken me seven years. I don't have lats. Yeah, no, I am uh, on the fence about it. So please help the Schmigaga podcast out as best you can. Do your part. Mm-hmm. We're doing our part. We're sending out the message. Do your part mm-hmm. to find more research. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But the yeah, sh- the the shmagiga that I've seen today. I didn't read my daily Wall Street Journal article, so I couldn't <laughs> tell you what's going on in the actual economy. But I did had to count. I did have to count ice cream today for burned dairy. Oh my goodness! And when I tell you. My fingers still hurt because I was trying to write down how many Ben and Jerry's pints were in that freezer that was negative 23 degrees. They're not still purple, thankfully. I don't have frostbite, but I was in there for about five minutes and my fingers are are hurting. So uh, if you ever work for Burn Dairy, make sure you don't uh, get the freezer shipped because that, that stuff is uh, sucks. More of personal smigiga and i like the i like this segment personal smigiga uh what i think is just absolutely is a uh, back roads mm. and how they got at stop. night they got well i mean being, night in upstate new york is about 4 30 so. they they gotta stop being windy mm. they gotta stop changing in speed limits that's true. all the time like i get it you're a small town that looks like the depression still exists why is it 30? 
Well, that's just a straight shot through. Mm-hmm. And then there's why... one light and maybe a stop sign. And then why, right when I get to the end of whatever you want to consider civilization, I just immediately pop up to 55, 55 only to then maybe. go about eight miles and it's back to 45. Back to 45. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you doing? And then you look, you're like, Colgate University. <laughs> you're like, wait a <laughs> You just pop out in some like town that you might have heard of before if you're from upstate New York. No, literally, it's absolutely woeful and I. Will continue my metropolitan lifestyle. <laughs> I'm glad I only have to travel on I-90 for work because I don't have to deal with a lot of that. But like when I go back to Oni, it's not fun. Just ridiculous at the end of the day. Yeah, so that that's a lot because mostly what I do. You know what actually isn't all speaking at all. It's actually wonderful. Is and I will tell you is go go talk meet up with somebody that you haven't seen. In a while. I got mm. breakfast today with Principal Cook. John. Cook How's that Stern. man doing? Oh, Did he tell you to call him John? Goodness. No. Oh, thank God. I'm still calling him Mr. Cook. Yeah, Mr. Cook, the cookster, un- until the death mm-hmm. of me. He'll mm-hmm. never die. He's a legend. That's true. And whew, what, what a blast that was. You, you love people in your life. Like, we exchange numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, he looks exactly... The same. The same, just, you know, lost a little hair. But, I mean, I mean, last time I saw it, 2009. <laughs> yes, I mean, 13 years, that'll do it to you. You know, and... Oh, I just... Having him be so interested and still caring, you know. Mm-hmm. I asked about, asked about you, mm-hmm. and I, I told him all your stuff, that you're doing well. And just knowing that... You do, like people like generally care and yeah. you, know, you, you grow up with them and they and you want they want you to succeed because mm-hmm. you know they did their time and now it's like yeah. let's see let's see what you can do mm-hmm. with yours and he was just so invested like i thought i was gonna have like a quick breakfast with him you know like 30 45 minutes and say go back and pack we talked for like two hours that's sick where did you guys go we went to the uh the plaza Oh, uh, what's that? Oh, uh, I've probably never been there. I have heard of it, but yeah, I've never been there. I, I mean, we, we've been out of it, seems like we've been out of Oleana for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it was just awesome. And we just we chatted and we chatted, and he's still reffing. Yeah, I see him at SUNY Poly sometimes. He yeah. does the SUNY Poly games, yeah, and we always you know, just talk. Yeah, absolutely. So, definitely, if you're thinking about it. And you're thinking, well, well, how has this person been? What about this? Shoot My him neighbor, a message. whatever. Shoot him a message. Send you, him a meme. You Something. got, you're connected with the world in your back pocket. You mm-hmm. utilize it, I promise you. Because we did exchange numbers. Yeah. He was like, when you get that official, official job, mm-hmm. you know, you text me, FaceTime me, you know, we can do it. You think that's going to be something that you look forward to when you're teaching? Oh. Like, oh, I wonder how this person's doing. And then when you see them. You're just like, oh, wow. Like, that's awesome. If there is anything in my life that will cause the most positive schmagiga, it's going to be teaching. Mm. I've already experienced nonsense on a level I have never experienced before um, with the kids that I'm student teaching now. Mm. It's just been an absolute blast. And I think uh, I will enjoy it because, funny enough, how I see myself and how I understand uh, Mr. Cook a lot more is I don't have all the answers when it comes to academics. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a guy who, if you look at me as a social studies teacher and you're like, oh, 
when was the Silk Road made and how did that economically impact the Western world? Be quiet. You want to learn that? Go to college and take a random class that mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But from what I found out is I'm a lot more of that social, emotional, where I, I'm here to, you know, the greatest teacher of all is life and there's lessons to hand out every day. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I'm really good at because I'm I'm just relatable. I, I've seen a lot. I've done a lot mm-hmm. on a smaller scale. And I think that's what people like and i'm approachable and that's just where it's very enjoyable because then you do get to to talk to kids and you know learn about them and help them out through that Mm -hmm. way and i think that's more of a positive impact than saying yeah congratulations you know who fought in the civil war say you got 100 on your test but like if you have a conversation with somebody yeah because that that's the big uh that's the big nonsense that people think about social studies it's about king's battles and dates mm. and it's not it's social studies the big word is social and mm. that that can be it's an umbrella of so many things and hits so many spectrums where we really dive into cultural diffusion and just understanding all these theories and practices that basically help society move along with trends and, and shocks that can be you know uh, cultural and economic mm. so there's there's that aspect that i enjoy more and i think i'm i'm so very good at just because that's just me. It's just what my environment made me. Mm-hmm. That's another social thing too, your environment, how it makes you. And these kids really enjoy that because I, I, I put it back on them. Everything that I've taught them, they've had to relate it to what they see in their own eyes every day. Mm-hmm. And that's what's important. Yeah. So I, I definitely am in the field I'm supposed to be in. And I can't wait, you know, wherever, you know, Mr. Cook said, not if, it's when, when this all happens. I plan on taking everybody I know somewhere fun. Mm-hmm. So stay, stay Cabo, tuned. Cabo, Cabo, whatever it's called. Stay tuned. We might be doing a Smiggle podcast. Who knows? In uh, Egypt, in Egypt, South mm-hmm. Korea, maybe Japan. You never know. You never, never know. That's for uh, that's for life to tell us when that time comes. Hey, <laughs> full circle, sugar. I'm just, I'm just on a. I'm on a merry-go-round, and sometimes the merry-go-round stops, and I get off, and I check something out, I hop back on, and mm. keep moving. But the scope, the lens of of life is pretty fascinating. It's all just because we were talking. Actually, I'll bring it up because again, I I think it's I think it's just funny nonsense, and it just makes sense with our podcast. So I was telling him, I was like, hey, like, yeah, I I I got this gig because like my friend like called me, like he's in the military. Like, I was never involved in the military. I never did any of that. Like, and he's like, is that the beauty of it? You know, Mr. Cook used to work at, a, used to be a teacher at SUCO. A college. He was a college teacher I feel like for, I health and, for health and science. Yeah, I feel like I knew that. And then, like, he got in all these things. Went and he, to Center Street. And he was just like, I was just doing, like, you know, I went from being a college teacher to an athletic director to a principal. Like, I don't know what I was doing, mm-hmm. but I, I did it. Yeah. It's funny how all, all this stuff kind of happens, like how life really has no roadmaps. Mm. You just you Do just it. go with it. And if, and if you did something wrong, you you come back to that fork in the road and you, you try something else. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it. That's what I think I'm going to love when this as we continue this podcast, because mm-hmm. it's just so much so much nonsense is going to lead to uh, 
cool life experience cool experience in this in these resolutions and just like mm-hmm. oh getting through it and sometimes it's going to be funny sometimes it's going to be sad sometimes it's going to be it's going to not be so good but it's it's going to be nonsense that you learn from that's it yeah that's life life yeah. is all that if you don't do all that then it's like well like what happened then you, you missed did out the, you did the same you did the same thing every single day forever it's yeah like, what <laughs> yeah loser <laughs> robot robot <laughs> So yeah, so I I, I thought that was hold cool. on. But if you're happy doing the same thing every single day, then yeah, do you? Yeah, and I will tell you, even if you think you're doing the same thing every day, like I, I can attest to it too, or maybe yourself. Like we mm-hmm. we do technically do the same thing every day. Yeah, I go to the I same teach, I teach yeah. every day. You account for things, yeah. maybe audit businesses yeah. every day. But every day you wake up and something new is gonna happen. Yeah, you wait. You wake up. You're gonna wake up a half a second earlier or later than the day you got up before. You're gonna mm-hmm. do something different with, with your hair. You're gonna you know you know mm-hmm. put a new pair of clothes on. I I think that's what's important. That's yeah. taking the little things, maximizing the big things. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know what else was nonsense today that I was thinking of? What what you got for me? So and I love her to death. Sunita sends me a lot of pictures of Chloe, her cat, mm-hmm. and I that's love the weird. pictures of Chloe. The cat guy. And so there's a picture that she sent me. Chloe was just sitting on Sunita's desk while she was working and she was like all sprawled out. It was really cute. But then Sunita sends a message under the, the photo. <laughs> and we've been joking back and forth that like she that like Chloe has no thoughts in her mind whatsoever. Cause like mm-hmm. she's a cat and we don't know how how they view the world and like what goes through their mind. Yeah. So it's that picture and then it's just not a thought is behind those eyes. <laughs> I, I love it. I started laughing at work, and then she sends more pictures. And like, there's one Chloe's just like sitting, and her food bowl is in front of her, tipped over. And I was like, "You need to feed her now." <laughs> yeah. So, and the nonsense behind that is like, right now, like we're in this moment, we're having this podcast. We're like, "Oh yeah, we're sitting on the couch, we're doing our thing. Like we're gonna." do some later and we're going to do our thing tomorrow and then cats are just like there <laughs> like they're just like like they're like when when chloe was sitting on the desk i can't imagine chloe was like huh i wonder if she's working now and i'm being a nuisance like she's just like i'm on the desk now what are you gonna do about it like shit like that yeah and i think that's an interesting concept when you have pets domesticated animals mm-hmm. and like my cat leo he he knows spring chicken now you know but and i've seen him only a couple of times go back to like that primal instinct root mm. but we got him when he was a kitten mm-hmm. that house that he's been in it's his world. It's his entire world. Mm-hmm. He has never, well, he's been outside of it once, but mm-hmm. he has never been outside of it. And he now has, we got him an automatic feeder. And he, it's funny when you think about it, because it's almost, <laughs> I almost relate it to, you know, sorry to get graphic, but I relate it to like how the, the Mayans or the Aztecs, whoever it was, used to like sacrifice people and rip their hearts out because oh. they didn't know that the sun was going to come up. Right? I don't know if you like any... in Indiana Jones Temple of Doom, like, like, <laughs> like that. No, nah, I'm talking about like they believed that they had... have you ever seen the movie The Road to El Dorado? No, no, all right. 
if you haven't watched it, great, great film. Great film. And yeah, they would literally sacrifice people because they didn't know that the sun just came up. They thought that so fucking dumb. the gods yeah. had to drain the, the stairs of their, you know, pyramids with blood. Yeah. So, so the sun come, that's nonsense, right? Yeah. So what my cat does is he comes down. So, so the timer goes off at like 4.45 every day for a second feeding. Mm. And he'll come downstairs mm-hmm. and he'll get recognition from anybody who's in the room. Mm-hmm. Like he'll come and do the, you know, the whole like mm-hmm. you know, rub you and then you little pat pat. And then the food will have not even fully gone through the mechanism. But Leo's already there. To hit. And you'll just hear like a rant which like tells you that it's turning on to mm. feed and he's immediately gone wow and i don't think he realizes that the food is going to come out anyway he oh. believes that by coming downstairs and getting the recognition from these people who have taken care of them it's ingrained for him to be like i have to Show them love and affection first be fed. before I get fed. Ah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So there are definitely thoughts behind those eyes. They are just very, very minimal. I got you. Yeah. And they are like they're like, and again, some cats are smart. I believe they outdoor cats are way smarter than you know full on stay in the house cats. Because that Chloe is a full on indoor yeah. cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Chloe actually had a little stint at my old place, and that was a good time. Chloe had to get acclimated to the area first, so it was a rough like couple hours. But then she, she did her thing in the litter box, and she walked around a little bit. Yeah, she was it's fine. Funny how that works. Out. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta take a big old poopy whoop in the mm-hmm. box, and then you're like, I'm good. Yeah, like, oh, this, this can be home. This can be fine. This yeah, be mm-hmm. yeah. But no, I think that yeah, that's that's classic stuff. I feel. Uh, do you think you'll ever own a pet? You never had a pet. No, I haven't. Um, eventually, yeah, I want to get. A medium-sized dog and oh, or, right, right. Uh, and or a cat, uh, definitely. Medium, medium-sized know. cat? No, <laughs> a cat. It's my cat. And <laughs> a medium-sized dog. Um, no, no. I don't know if this place will let me though. No, no, a boy, a boy and a girl. Maybe I don't you know. get a whole nuclear family going on. A pure old American, American family. Um, well, I was a medium though. <laughs> Eventually, yeah, that's good. I might have to own my own house first, but then I make. Yeah, yeah, you make the rules. We like that. Make your own rules. Yeah, what you gotta do. Be a good person. Make mm-hmm. your own rules. So we got into a little bit of the e girls, muscle mommies vibe. Um, and again, Boy, <laughs> again, if you're thinking about hitting one up, do it for Kyle. Let's do that. Um, I think we're gonna get into a little bit of some more heartfelt and more personal content. In the next episode, um, this is going to be a, a good series coming from us to you. So we hope you enjoy. And, uh, and Kyle's going to sign us off. Always be yourself. Always do good. Always look for good. And remember, no matter what happens, you'll always have a little bit of smagega. Mm-hmm. Have a good night. Yeah.